Welcome to The Observer Effect, a podcast of travel stories. Each week we hope to bring you a conversation with someone we meet overseas, and at least one good story. Episode 30, The Narrow Road to the Deep North, Norway, where Ori went in search of deep winter. I met Ori under the most fascinating circumstances, and he told me the most fascinating story. At this point, I've done 90 interviews. This is the best one. Stay with it to the end. Men dig tons of earth to find an ounce of gold. So says Heraclitus. If you're listening with kids, just a warning that there's some language, uh, but it's crucial to the story, and for better or worse, I think it'll be stuck in your head. Uh, first thing, can you describe your appearance? My appearance, myself, can you, you mean? Paint a picture for the audience. I am... Um, I'm quite tall person. I'm one meters ninety two okay. centimeters. Okay. Um, I have blue eyes. Okay. Uh, I have blonde long hair, semi long. That comes, it goes until yeah. my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. <laughs> Normally, I do it. It doesn't look that long, but when you no. pull it down, it no, does. It's longer <laughs> than it seems. Yeah. No. I'm uh, I'm saving for this man bun to annoy my girlfriend. My girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you had one before? No, I never had a man bun. Are you serious? Yes, I never wow. had one. I mean, are you seriously gonna go for it? No, no. Okay. <laughs> it's just uh, a matter of uh, not going to the hairdresser. No. But any every time my girlfriend sees a, hand, a man bun, a guy with a man bun, she's like, "Oh, give me a scissor. <laughs> give me some scissors." <laughs> she always wants to cut it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm a um, I have a beard, I have a moustache, mm -hmm. a moustache, uh, you say it like that, a moustache? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A moustache. Moustache. Moustache, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I should get a new trimmer because it's uh, not even uh, at all places, mm. because my um, trimmer was broke mm. before I came here, um, I shaved it. But, uh, is, is it looked down on in Belgium at all? To have a to have facial hair. Um, it's it's normal. It's totally normal. normal. It used Most to be people. like a few years ago. It, it had this big boom. You know, it was mm -hmm. really trending. Interesting. To get a to have a long beard. Yeah. Um, and then tattoos, and then have your hair in the side. <laughs> you know. Um, Wait. So do you have tattoos? No, I don't okay, have tattoos. Okay. No, no. My beard isn't long as well. It's, it's it, I mean, really like long, full beards. Like I see. I see. Abraham Lincoln style. You no, know? it's like beards, not just some facial hair. Um. So and yeah, at this moment, it's it's a look. But the thing is, if I shave it off, like with Chilet Magdi, mm. then um. I really have a baby face. <laughs> <laughs> I really have a baby face. I really look like Leonardo DiCaprio uh, in uh, Titanic. I can relate, I understand. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, very good, very good. So, um, so you're traveling from Belgium here. You drove all the way here. Yes, we drove uh, in two days. So, um, 
because it's it's about 950 kilometers, something like that. 900, 950. Okay. Which is like, if you calculate it in driving hours, you can drive mm -hmm. 120 kilometers an hour. So, which is like 10 hours drive. Mm. And I don't like the comfort of leaving very early and arrive arriving very late mm. and go to bed really tired. I don't yeah. like it yeah, because yeah. it's dangerous as well on the road. Sure. Um, and I don't want to have an accident. I yeah. don't want to leave my mother sunless. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the main reason. So, can you also describe here where here is and why you came? You have a very unique reason yes, for coming here. Yes, I have here. a really funny reason. <laughs> yes. uh, at this moment, um, it's it's dark. It's um, eight thirty, I believe, in mm -hmm. the evening. Eight thirty, nine ish. Nine thirty already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nine thirty. Um, there is a grapes, grapes, grape plant. I don't know how you say it. Uh, yeah, there's plants. Yeah, grapevine. Grape I see yes. a bunch of grapes just yes. within reach. We can yes, pluck really it down. Yeah. Maybe they're not ripe. They're yet, not ripe we yet. Could almost eat them. Yeah, they're they're more like um, small little green balls. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Reminds me of this ice cream they had. Dippin' dots. Frozen balls. Ice cream. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 it does look like that. <laughs> And we can still see in a gap in the vines the reason yes. we're here, I think. There are two gaps here. Uh, you can see the valley, you can see the mountains mm. uh, here in Austria. Mm. That's the circumstance we're sitting in. Mm. And why did you drive all this way from Belgium here to this spot? <laughs> Do you want to reveal it? Maybe you want to yes. keep it secret, no, I don't know. No, no, no. You no. said you feel embarrassed when you're out there. Yes. Well. <laughs> No, uh, it, it has a story. I came here to uh, to search for gold. <laughs> <laughs> Just love hearing you say it. I find it really funny myself, but it's actually really true. It it is happening. Yeah, yeah. No, you're serious. I know you yeah. have a whole. Kit. Yeah, I, I bought this kit. Yeah, I bought this uh, panning pan starters kit. Um, but when you see the river, you'll be sure as well that there's gold in it. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't even your first time here, right? No, no, no. I came here three years ago with, with my ex-girlfriend by now. And that's the first time uh, I saw the river. <laughs> uh, we were there. Love. Yeah, I fell in love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I saw, I saw lots of sparkling things, shiny things. Were you panning for gold at that time? No, not at all, not okay, at all. So you just had an idea. Yeah, yeah. So at that time, I, yeah. Try. At that time, I asked this guy if there was gold in the river because it was all glittering, yeah. really, literally glittering. Yeah. Or it appears to be in mica. Anyways, um, so we went to that river three years ago, and now we came back because. Um, my girlfriend at this moment can't uh, really handle the sun, so Spain wasn't an option, Italy, you know, mm -hmm. all the hot countries weren't an option. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to uh, watch our budget so we can't go overseas. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we wanted to have a car to be mobile, to be flexible. Yeah. Uh, and since she has a light skin and can't handle uh, lots of sun, um, 
was like, yeah, what can I do uh, with not a lot of sun? And a surplus is that she really loves water. <laughs> so I was thinking, what can I do with my girlfriend uh, on our first um, holiday? <laughs> and I was like, hmm, not a lot of sun, but water. And then I was like, wait a minute, I can go to Austria. <laughs> because I there are people that I know. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, but right, the river. Oh, yeah, we should look for gold. <laughs> and to make it complete, yeah, you know, you can't you can't find gold without without equipment, man. It's like going out for skateboarding without a skateboard. Yeah. So I bought my equipment, and now I'm a real gold finder. I'm a gold digger. <laughs> So, I know the answer already, mm -hmm. but for the benefit of my audience, I have to ask, have you found gold? I know you've done it two times now. Yeah, I did it two times. Uh, well, but I have to, I have to uh, add a little bit uh, <laughs> on the two times. Um, because it's a, it's a really long journey, that, which takes about an hour to go up the river mm. and find a nice spot. Just, but really a beautiful spot where you can sit and relax. And because you know there's a girl with you, I don't mean anything wrong with that. But she wants to be comfortable and you know lie in the sun. And, and um, so it's it's a long walk and it's a difficult walk. Mm. Um, but also it's really beautiful. So you really want to enjoy the sights. You mm. really want to. So you also want to move. You don't want to stay in one place. So uh, there's there's this really beautiful place with a waterfall, and then you stand underneath a waterfall, and then you're all wet, yeah, of course, because you're underneath a waterfall. <laughs> and then you move on, and the sun is shining really, really hard, and then you want to dry up, and then you go to another spot. And so it's not like I've been searching for gold full time, uh, two days in a row, <laughs> you know? It's, right, 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 right. I I think if I've been panning. Um, <laughs> if I if I count the time, I believe it, it uh, it's like an hour, an hour and a half, maybe. <laughs> I got really bored of it. Actually. You're, you're a half-hearted gold digger. <laughs> it's really boring, actually. <laughs> but uh, to give you the answer, uh, it's no. I didn't find any gold. <laughs> I did find lots of beautiful rocks. Um, <laughs> Keep them. <laughs> yeah, we have some uh, because yeah. you know there's there's this tradition uh, when you go out in the wild to make a pile out of rocks, you know, especially on the river. Yeah, yeah, which a cairn. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what, what's the word in in Flemish? I don't know how to say it. I just call it a pile of rocks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but it has a meaning, right? It's it, it's the meaning that in this wilderness uh, a human being has been, mm -hmm. because no animal or Aliens don't exist, so nothing can build it unless a human being. So that's the that's the reason that it's on the river. That's the main reason. It used to be the reason, but now it's just it out of fashion. Because people love it. It is really instinctual to mm. to build those. Once yeah. you see one, yeah. you yeah, start exactly. doing it, right? Yeah. yeah I've exactly. never articulated it before as that, but it's the urge to say mm. someone was here. Yeah. You're not alone, basically. Yeah. Like because I believe, I think I saw it on a documentary that that, um, mm. that is from Alaska a uh, long time ago. Um, to say in, in deep wilderness, like somebody's been here. Yeah. So yeah. So um, they're not the first here.
Let me also in time of discoveries and stuff. So let me uh, try this. You probably have a, a better story prepared, but we can tell more than one story. Can you remember a time when you saw a pile of rocks and it really meant something to you? Um, I can't really remember the moment uh, it really meant something to me. Um, the thing is, it's always a beautiful given. Mm. Such a pile, it's always, it's all, it always expresses some some rest, some peace. You know, it, it, that's what it always does. It's always when you look at it, it's 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 really weird because you have the energy of the river flowing like really fierce, and 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 then there's just this little pile of rocks which is just standing there and doing nothing, and it's just so when I'm when I look at it, then I'm always always like I feel I feel a, a, a certain rest. A certain peace mm. um, within me when I look at it. So yeah. it's in in that way, it always means something to me, but not not like really deep, deeply emotional or something. Um, yeah, yeah. But what what we did, me and you did, me and my girlfriend, we took a a beautiful picture of the river uh, with the two of us, and we we are going to print it. Yeah. And we and we made this little pile with little rocks. Yeah. And we we are going to take it home. Yeah. And and um. Uh, frame the picture nice. on the wall and put this little uh, pile underneath the picture. Yeah. Ah, yeah. nice. So, yeah, That's uh, really nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool, right? Because we also have this um, nice thing. We have this, you know, this this globe. You know, uh, this globe lamp. Yeah, yeah. That that everybody has uh, when they're young. Everybody has this globe lamp. I'm in Europe. Everybody has. In Belgium, everybody has. Um, and and when she gets. Uh, postcards mm. from from people. Um, mm. She hangs it around the, the globe with the lamp. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but it's her night lamp. So yeah. next to her side of the bed, there's all the postal cards from yeah. people who've been to Atlanta, uh, to New Zealand, to name. Yeah. So it's really beautiful. So when the room is dark, and she uh, turns on the light of the globe, you can see the globe, <laughs> and then all the postal cards. <laughs> so it's really it's really beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah. Nice. But I like that you're taking this sign of rest and, mm -hmm. and comfort out of the wilderness into your home yeah. to serve the same function, but for you, just a reminder of this trip. This podcast is about exploring how travel changes people, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you think this trip is changing you in any way? Um, I Maybe soon, too soon to tell, I don't yeah, know. It's a, it's a good question anyways. Um, I think it could change me. I, life is one journey, you know. If if you're traveling or not, or if you're if you're working, or it's one journey, you know. From from not necessarily from point A to B, but uh, you get to know lots of things about yourself and, and about other people and about life and, and how to uh, work with it. Mm. Um, and and the fact that you're going on a, on a trip, on a journey with someone, it's it's a journey for a reason. So that's why I, I think it won't change me as in next week I will be a total different person. I will love other music, change other clothes. <laughs> you know, it, it won't change me, mm. but it will touch me in some kind of way, I hope. Well, it will change your relationship. It sounds yeah, like. I hope. Either way, it will <laughs> reinforce it or either way it will, it will um, uh, destroy it in, in a real way. In some kind of way. Yeah. Um, not you always learn something about yeah. your about each other when yeah. you travel. So it's yeah. So in that 
if you put it that way, then I'm I'm absolutely sure that um, that it changed that it will change me uh, by the time I get I get home. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Do you think of yourself as a traveler? Have you traveled very much? I've I've seen lots of places. Um, my parents they used to took me they used to take me um, all around Europe. We went we went yeah really literally all around Europe uh, except for Poland. I don't know why I've never <laughs> been to Poland. <laughs> There's this thing with Poland. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe for the better. <laughs> um, I've been I've been uh, the farthest the furthest farthest farthest. Uh, outside of Europe that I've been was um, New Zealand, mm-hmm. which is basically the other side of the world, yeah. um, and uh, Egypt, <laughs> wow. which isn't that far. But sure, so but it's th- totally different. Yeah, that's the two uh, sides uh, outside of Europe. Yeah. Um, but to, s- to consider myself as a traveler, um, yes and no. I will. I will. I just start counting from the moment I was I was um, 21 and didn't live at home anymore, or let's say 18, uh, when I didn't travel with my parents anymore. Um, I didn't travel that much in the beginning. You know, I did my yearly uh, snowboard holiday, my my ski holiday. That's that's what I still do because I really, really love it, but it's expensive as hell. Yeah. Um, But I didn't really travel. No. I, I went to Croatia with my brother and my girlfriend and his girlfriend mm-hmm. uh, for two weeks. Um, but that wasn't really no. Until and then until I, I became 21, I believe. Mm. Then I started traveling, and that's that's all also what, what my what my story that I wanted to tell you is yeah, about. Yeah. It's yeah. one of these one of these travels. Um, the perfect time. Go for it. Yeah. Tell us your <laughs> so, story. So, uh, when I was 21, um, me and my best friend at that moment, uh, Sander, his name is Sander. Sander? Sander. Like yeah. uh, X. No, with an S. S A N D E R. Not like. Yes. Not like. Not like Xander from Triple X. Yeah. Not not that guy. Sander with an S. You pronounce it Sander. Um. We finished school. I finished school uh, when I was 21. He finished school when he was 20. Um, we were at this moment in our lives, you know, uh, all our duties were finished finally. So we were, we were in between this moment of, of heaven and hell or something. <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it, but you know, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to go to school anymore. You don't have to listen to your parents anymore. You don't have to do anything. You do have to do other things, which 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 will be then uh, take care of yourself, uh, mm-hmm. get a house, get a wife. But you don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a it's a choice that you make eventually. It's, it's, uh, you can also become homeless. You, know, you don't have to become homeless. So, anyways, uh, we were in in, in this phase. Uh, we could do whatever the f- the hell we wanted, and uh, we were both like, uh, we really loved this game, World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's in World of Warcraft the dwarves. They live in uh, Ironforge. That's the name uh, of their capital. And it's always in the winter. It's always winter there. Mm. And we were like, oh, we want to go to winter, you know, but not winter like in Belgium, but like deep winter, you know. <laughs> we really wanted to go to winter. Yeah. 
so we were like, yeah, where can we go? And we were like, yeah, well, let's go, let's go to the North Cape, mm-hmm. you know, the nor- most northern point of um, Europe, which yeah. is in Norway. Um, it's on an island. Uh, it's on a little uh, island, but I forgot the name. Um, Homestad, I believe. Is the name. No, I'm not too sure. Anyways, um, so we uh, commenced our uh, trip. Uh, we were going there with um, with an airplane, mm-hmm. but I have to make a little note. Um, we weren't just going to the North Cape, we were going to the North Cape in February. Mm. So, it's really cold there, it's yes. really, really cold deep, there. But deep we, winter. Yeah, but we weren't go there to hostels, we were going there with tent and backpack. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We were, were, you, were you prepared? I mean, <laughs> was this a wise thing yeah. to do? <laughs> so, um, I mean, do, do other people do this? I've never <laughs> no, heard of this. No, 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 okay. especially not when you're okay, 21. Okay, okay. Lots of people, they... they um, they said that we were crazy, they, they were like, what the fuck are you guys going to do, you guys going to freeze to death, you guys going to meet some moose and they will eat you, or the ice bears will eat you, or stuff like that, just to keep us here, you know, especially our mothers, they were outraged, they, they jeez, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I remember my mother saying to me like, okay, here's 500 euros, because, pff, you will never give it back to me anyway, so I just have it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, mom, I will be back. <laughs> but the idea was um, that we were going for uh, half a year. So, oh, wow. Yeah, half a year. Uh, Intense. But yes, but not only what? Norway, you know, to go oh, okay, okay. first to the North Cape, all yeah, the way yeah, Norway, yeah. then come back via Sweden, uh, then Denmark, uh, then... Uh, yeah, Poland as well. Eventually, Poland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Poland. You, you yeah. made it to Poland yeah. eventually. <laughs> yeah, I would have made it to Poland, but that's what ah. the story is about. Um, <laughs> so Poland, um, yeah, the other countries that are around Italy, uh, now France, Spain, and then fly from Spain back to uh, Belgium. With 500 euros? No, 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 no. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> no, no, that was that an was extra. extra. That was an extra, yeah. <laughs> so we saved up for the trip. Yeah. Uh, we got everything in order. We got our train tickets. We went to Decathlon, you know, the, 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 the chain, the yeah. stores with, yeah. with, uh, which sell uh, sports supplies. We were looking at really uh, lightweight um, uh, sleeping bags. We were checking out our backpacks, our our. our jackets how uh, how much water they could resist per square centimeter you know we were like we were we were going to, we were going to do this you know it was yeah. like it was on so but i had a girlfriend as well at the moment so. um and she was like no you shouldn't go you shouldn't go i said darling i want to go and eventually she was like okay yeah you should go <laughs> <laughs> so uh also with that girlfriend you know what happens when your lover leaves for a long period of time to another country, you make lots of love, you know, <laughs> you share the bed, mm. I don't know how to say it, uh, but you know what I mean. Mm. Mm. Uh, anyway, so we took off, me and Sander, we took the airplane to uh, Sandefjord, mm. which, in, which is in the south of uh, Norway, uh, then we went all the way uh, east, yes, east, uh, eventually we went to Stavanger, which is also really funny because uh, there was this little island uh, you had to take a boat to, and Sanders uh, 
as I said, we played World of Warcraft. Mm. And he met up via World of Warcraft with this guy who lives there in, in Norway. Mm. So we were walking, but as I said, it was winter. Mm. So we had this blizzard, you know, really storming, snowstorm. We were soaked as hell. <laughs> and we arrived there eventually. We, we took the train and the boat. We, we, we arrived there and the guy was like, oh, nice to see you, man. Have a nice evening. <laughs> and he closed the door back. <laughs> we were like, oh, he, he's going to give us shelter, he's going to give us comfort, food, drink. No, no. He just said, oh, nice to see you, man. You know, I have to go continue raiding, man. See you later. Oh my God. So we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> so we turned around and then, you know, we had to take the train all the way north because from there on we were going all the way north in one, in one step. Mm. Um, and uh, it was really beautiful. It was really magnificent. You know, you, you can't you can't imagine how how beautiful it is. Really covered with white snow, um, but in a way that it's so magical. It's, mm. it's it's Disney Disneyland ain't got shit. You know, it's it's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So um, so we were going to go all the way north, um, first by train. Um, then by bus, and then you couldn't go any further. You know, we had to take the bus because the train couldn't go any further. Because then by of the bus, snow, yeah, mean? because of the snow. But the bus could travel. But the bus could because there was a road. Did they clear the roads well? No, 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 no. They also couldn't clear the roads. Yeah, you know, it's, it's snowing all the time. Yeah. And then we had to continue by bus, and the bus dropped us off uh, at a boat because the bus couldn't continue. So, so then we took a boat, uh, which was if I'm correct, uh, an 18-hour uh, boat trip yeah, to an island, uh, no, to the north, northern part of the vast land of uh, Norway. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we had to take another boat to Honingsvog, Honingsvog, that was the name. And then we, we arrived there, finally. Um, Actually, I'm forgetting to tell lots of funny anecdotes, <laughs> and, and but yeah, anyways, so we arrived there, and there was this little hotel, a uh, little hotel, uh, and there were like four Polish guys, um, I can still remember, there were four Polish guys, and me and Sandra were like, what the fuck are they doing <laughs> in the North Cape? <laughs> but there was this big, but this really huge, huge, huge oil tanker. I've never seen this big boat in my life. But it was it was um, in the harbor, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah. it's not like you have a big um, commercial harbor. You know? It was just a piece of wood where the boat was <laughs> flying on. <laughs> really funny. Um, so you could see this big boat where we came off, which was, if I'm correct, I believe, let's say 50 meters, something like that, which is already quite a big boat, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then you could see this oil tanker, and our boat was just like, was crazy the difference. You can't imagine. I believe it was it was a kilometer long or something. <laughs> Crazy. Anyways, so we saw the boat, um, and we went to the uh, the day after we went to uh, North Cape. Um, but let me go back in time because as I, as I said, I forgot a few things to tell. Mm. I didn't actually forgot them, mm. but I just yeah didn't tell them yet. <laughs> so the trip with the train and stuff, uh, we were, you know, the train trip, you can't take a train in one day all the way north. 
Mm. Uh, it's too far, it's too long distance and they don't have night trains. Mm. Um, so we had to uh, find places to stay uh, overnight. Mm. Uh, but as I said, we were with a tent. Yeah, yeah. At that time of the year, uh, we just went to uh, campings because they were they were abandoned. Yeah. And we just put our tent there and we just did what we had to do. But every, every time we went to this camping, there was somebody coming up at us mm. and saying, What the hell are you doing? Are you crazy? It's February. Get the fuck out of the tent. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Like police or just yeah. locals? No, no, locals, locals. Mostly the owner of the camping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, like like three times um, they got us out of the tent. But one time I remember I got this little bit of marijuana from Belgium with yeah. us, <laughs> and um, I didn't tell Sanders um, because he was freaking out already, you know, on on mm. the airplane and mm. stuff. And he was like, "It's super illegal here in Norway." Mm. But I got mm. a little with me, but really like a little bit, like yeah, yeah, not even half a joint. It's really it was really nothing. Anyway, so we roll it, uh, we smoke it, we get really high of it, <laughs> and suddenly it started raining, raining, you know, not not snowing, yeah. raining in the winter. In the snow. Yeah, yeah we were in our tent, uh, we were high as fuck, and it started raining. Started, eventually the weather got uh, fiercer. Uh, it started snowing. Um, and I was like, no, no, we'll be fine, we got a good tent, you know, you remember <laughs> we were at the shop, we chose the best tent, you know, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. Wind started coming, you know, the tent started like flapping, you know, mm. going from side to side. The sander was all the way like, Ori, man, we should do something, this isn't, this isn't right, this isn't good, you know. <laughs> no, no, we'll be, we'll be fine, just stay for the night, you know. But because of the weight of the snow, our, our tent started to, to, um, to bow, you know, to, um, to, go, to go low. But the thing with the tent is, if you if you touch the seal the the, the sail mm. uh, and there's snow on the outside, the water will get on the inside. Oh, yeah. So yeah. It, you, um, it's like some kind of yeah, I don't know how to explain. It, but anyways, so the tent was getting wet on the inside. Mm. Our clothes were getting wet. Everything was getting wet. But we were high as fuck. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sander was. was all the way paranoid. It was, it was no, not paranoid. It was, it was worried. It was, um, it wasn't paranoid. It was worried mm. that something would happen. Um, and eventually, somebody came to our tent and uh, shook with the tent. I said, like, "Hey guys, wake up! Get out of the tent! What are you doing?" <laughs> and he's unzipped the tent. He opened our tent, and he shine, he shone, shine with a with a uh, flashlight into our eyes, and he said, like. Damn, how high are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I said like, no, no, man, I'm not high. I, I just, I just slept, man. <laughs> He's like, come on, get out of the tent, get your bags together. I get you in the cabin. Okay, so we got to, into a cabin where everything could dry. We thanked the the lady because it was a lady. Do you think you would have? died i mean yeah yeah i'm pretty you know sure what the temperature was yeah at that moment it was minus 28 so <laughs> yeah Gosh. you don't you don't have to mess with things like that yeah <laughs> so then did you have to pay for the cabin yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. but because it was out of the season uh, because the camp was totally abandoned yeah because it was out of the season um we only had to pay like 20 euros and normally you have to pay like 80 euros or yeah, something yeah 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 so uh, everything could dry. Uh, we could take hot showers. Uh, we had we had a heating system. We had everything, good beds. You know, we were so thankful for that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. 
And we were like, okay, we're not gonna do this again. We're yeah. not gonna do this again. Okay, okay, promise, promise. Okay, the weed is gone. Don't you worry. Everything will be fine. <laughs> 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 so we made this pact that we're not gonna uh, go into uh, sleep into a tent uh, when the snow is falling. Um, so we took uh, a train uh, further. Uh, I believe it was in Tromsø. No, Bodø. Mm. Bodø. Uh, so basically, it's three big stops we made with a train. Mm. The one is uh, Stavanger, then it was Bodø, and then it was Tromsø, if I'm correct. Uh, and in Bodø, uh, we did the same thing actually that we did the first time. Mm. We put up our tent. We went to a, to a camping. <laughs> we put up our tent. Uh, um, but there was a big difference uh, in, in that way that the the uh, camping uh, was more populated. There mm. was there was campers. There were people in cabins. There, yeah. were, you know, there were no tents, but anyways. Uh, so we started putting up our tent, and and uh, the guy from the camping came to us and said, "What the hell are you doing, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just putting up our tent." You know, he was like, "Yeah, okay, fine. If you want to sleep here in a tent, just do what you have to do." <laughs> but you you have to imagine that it was like a meter of ice, literally, just mm. plain ice, mm. nothing more, nothing less, just ice. Mm. So me and Sandra, we got in our tent, and we lie, we lay there with our hot bodies on the ice floor. Yeah. So you have to imagine, we are warm, yeah. the ice is not. Yeah. The ice started to melt. Oh my gosh. Our tent started to sink in some <laughs> kind of way. <laughs> you know, but it was really cold, so it, it wasn't that bad. But <laughs> anyways, there was water coming into our tent. Oh Same story. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> um, so we went to this guy who was like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Um, and he, uh, and he wasn't there because he didn't have a night shift. There was no night shift. You know, it was night already, and he, and he went home. Mm. So we were there alone, um, which was really unfortunate. But anyways, we could take a shower. Uh, we could uh, in, we could go. We had access to the toilet. Uh, so we were there, you know, at the hand blower, you know, drying everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were taking a shower. Uh, we were like, yeah, let's just let's just sleep in the toilets, man. It's not a problem. Uh, and then uh, the guy, um, how do you say it? Um, the guy who um, who holds the keys and stuff. You know, yeah, the um, janitor. Or janitor, yeah, yeah something yeah. like Custodian, that. Yeah, janitor, yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, he was there, and uh, and he was like, "What are you doing, guys? <laughs> we're like, yeah, what does it look like that we're doing? <laughs> we're sleeping in the toilets, you know. We made everything comfortable with our air mattress and everything." <laughs> And uh, with the air blower running full time, it's your turn to <laughs> <laughs> the sensor <laughs> to get some heating. It was really funny. And he was like, "Come on, man, you you, you guys can do this." Um, so we uh, so he gave us a cabin. He gave us a key to a cabin. Yeah. So we didn't have to pay anything for it. Wow. Because he was just a janitor, and he said, "Like, yeah, you can arrange it uh, tomorrow." But if I would be you, just put the key over there and you'll be fine. Mm. So I didn't have to pay anything. And we got a cabin. Mm. Again, mm. heating system, a shower, good bed. <laughs> but next to the week, we brought some other things with us. You know, because uh, I don't know if it's the same in Europe or around the world. I, I mean, I haven't seen so many airports. But uh, you can do duty-free shopping. Mm, yeah. uh, so we did that. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we were really fan of um, Havana with Coke. 
Yeah, so we bought ourselves <laughs> each uh, a big bottle of Havana seven years <laughs> and, and, a, and, a, and a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> that, that was our main luggage at the moment. So we were in that cabin drinking pure this Havana. <laughs> we were drunk as fuck. <laughs> we were really, really, really drunk, which resulted in us waking up the day after at midday, really, oh, wow. literally at 12. Wow. We missed our train um, to Tromsø. Uh, so we had to stay for another night, but suddenly somebody knocks on our cabin. Duck, 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 duck. Hello! Duck, 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 duck. Sandra, who is this man? I don't know, who is this? Did you invite somebody? No, I didn't invite somebody. Duck, 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 duck. Okay, we opened up. It was the concierge, uh, the guy who uh, runs the, the place. He said, like, why are you sleeping illegal in my cabin? How did you get in? Whoa. So we were on this on the, on the verge of, like, of like we couldn't, like... Uh, um, like, like um, trade our, the janitor, the guy who helped us. Yeah. So we couldn't say the truth, but we couldn't right, lie as right, well. Right, so it was right, like, right. yeah, because we couldn't get in trouble. So, so eventually we told us, uh, we told this person that uh, uh, that this cabin was lo loose. Ah. So that we we wanted to sleep in um, in our tent. Yeah. We showed this guy our tent, and yeah. uh, it was too cold, <laughs> and there was nobody around uh, <coughs> at night, which is true. Mm. Uh, and we uh, we checked every cabin and that this one was loose. Oh man! So, so it was like, oh, that's weird because I I checked this one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so we were like two twenty-one-year-old puppies, like no, it was loose. <laughs> Still a hangover as hell. The cabin was really smelling to alcohol, as well, so it was terrible. <laughs> Anyways, we paid this guy for two nights. Um, mm. We were like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, we we cleaned the cabin, you know, we we we, uh, we gave it all our respect that it that it deserved." Uh, so we took the train uh, to the next stop, to Tromsø. Um, Tromsø, let me tell you, it's a big city, um, but in uh, in Norway uh, they're not paranoid, but they're really strict. Mm. Uh, the firefighters are really strict. The police is really strict. Um, you just have to have to watch your steps. Mm. It's it's not like not like at this moment in Europe with the terror alarm and stuff. But mm. when they see a fire which shouldn't be there, then they they then they act. You know, so. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we arrived at Tromsø, <coughs> which is by the way really cool to see this big train with this big mm. um, machine in front to blow away the snow. It's, oh, it's yeah, like it's like yeah, this yeah, big yeah. wheel. It's, it's really nice to see. It's really cool. I've never seen this in my life. Yeah. Um, I mean, they need that. Yeah, they need the it. The snow yeah. is so deep up there. Exactly. Yeah. <coughs> so it, it's got these screws. You know, it's it's like like the engine um, propellers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which turn really fast, really hard. Um, but the, these propellers also got these pins on it to yeah. uh, crunch the snow. You know, to yeah, to yeah, hit yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. I've never seen it. So we came uh, to Tromsø um, at 9 in the evening. It was already dark, of mm. course. Um, and yeah, there the same story began. What are we going to do? Mm. Yeah, we got ourselves a tent. We're in the city. It can be hard, you know. Mm. But we were really tired and we wanted to. <laughs> we were drinking uh, Havana on the train as well. Um, so we were actually already a little bit drunk. Um, but, anyways, we got out of the train station and we walked uh, some path. Mm. We were like, with our two flashlights, we were like, yeah, we'll find something, don't worry, we'll just keep on walking. Yeah. 
Mm. And eventually we found a place uh, underneath a tree uh, where there was no snow. There was no snow, really, mm. literally no snow. It was just soil with gravel. And we were like, yeah, sure, let's put up our tent here. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, nobody around. So we had this nice view over the city, which was really beautiful. But we were cold. Of course, we were cold. It's yeah. Norway was minus 20, 20 or something. Yeah. So we decided to make a little campfire. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, stupid as we were. Anyways, but the campfire wasn't uh, a big deal eventually. Uh, we made a little campfire. Uh, firefighters came to us with big sirens and stuff. Yeah. Um, they were like, what is this? And we were like, hey, we're just trying to stay here for the night. We just want to make a fire because it's cold. And they said, like, no, no fire, just get in the tent and mm. sleep. Mm. Um, so that was it. Um, so the next morning, so so we slept. Uh, was night, and so the next morning, um, the moment I woke up um, was when Sander uh, grabbed me and yelled really loud, "Ari, what the fuck!" <laughs> he shook me all the way out of my sleeping bag, and I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? What, what's up? What's up?" And the moment as I, as I asked him what, what was up, I realized there was a big train riding behind us, like <laughs> and Sander woke up from the horn of the train from yeah. <laughs> and we got out of our tents and our our uh, we got out of our tent and um, the our tent was literally two meters from a from a railroad. Literally two meters. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's crazy, right? But there's one thing I still wonder until today, why didn't the firefighters say anything about it? About the yeah. about the about the railroad. Yeah. Normal firefighters would tell something like that. Yeah. Anyways they didn't, but two meters from the railroad. Literally it's not even it's like two steps really. So was it buried in the snow? Yes, it was buried in okay. the snow. Okay. So well, yes, so I know you could see it, but you couldn't see it. So the the train went by, and that no. shook your tent. Yes, and woke up yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't like buried deep in the snow because um, because there wasn't a lot of snow around. If you would have paid attention at night, we would have seen it. Right, right, right. Um, because also the place where our tent was, there wasn't uh, snow. Yeah. It was just gravel. Um, but that was also the gravel from the railroad. So yeah. if you would have been if we would have uh, paid enough attention, we would have seen it. Right, right. Um, there was also this big hangar, which we were first thinking to sleep there. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that happened. We were both really like, what the fuck was this, <laughs> man? Whoa, really our hearts beating as hell. Um, so next thing we did was smoke a cigarette. <laughs> like, oh, damn, man, this really happened. Yeah, this really happened. But okay, let's get the fuck out of here. Okay, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> so um, what we had to do was um, get a bus. Because mm. it was the last stop for, uh, with the train, and then we had to get a bus. Mm. For, at first we couldn't find the bus stop and stuff, but eventually we found it. Uh, we took the bus, and that was everything ran normal. We were on the bus for, I believe, two days, something like that, two days, uh, from the bus to the boat. And, uh, yeah, that was it. No, nothing, nothing really happened on the bus, I believe. No, nothing happened. Two days on the bus, we slept on the bus, everything was fine. Mm. Um, then we got to the boat, uh, which is really uh, frightening to see in some kind of way. Um, 
because it was dark already, we arrived with the bus at eight, uh, at, eight uh, mm. on the, at the boat. And the boat there, um, it was really dark, you know, um, but it was more like Titanic dark, you know, really freezing cold, dark. You, know, you, you just know that if I fall in this water, I'm dead, you know, I'm just fucked. So don't fall in the water. <laughs> but there's a big boat, it's really massive, so there's all nature which is all quiet, and then there's this creation of mankind which is like floating, just an iron cold thing floating there, which will bring you to another cold place. So it's just like, it's a really crazy impression that I, that I will never forget. Well, really crazy. But it's just an impression, so it's hard to explain. But anyway, so we got on this boat. Um, and the boat, um, they, they uh, made the ropes loose and everything, um, and the boat, uh, uh, they, it gave full throttle, you know, it was, the water was like gushing everywhere, it was really a big engine, I don't know how to say it, but it was a really strong feeling. <laughs> anyway, so 15 minutes later, um, we were inside of the boat, and me and Sander, uh, we decided, this was more a ferry actually, but... Uh, me and Sander decided to go out on the deck um, to go and smoke a cigarette. Mm. And uh, um, at that moment, I got uh, a phone call. Mm. I got my cell phone, I got, I got it with me, and I got a phone call. Mm. And it's my girlfriend on the phone, mm. and I got a cigarette. And I stood there on the deck, <coughs> and at that moment, I look up, and I see the northern light. Have you ever seen the northern light? No. The moment you see it, it's goosebumps everywhere. Even now, when I'm telling about it, it's crazy. It's super crazy. It's just light, but the the impression that it gives to you, is, it's so raw energy. It's it's really crazy. It's this green dancing light. You can see it everywhere. It's this image is forming, which is normally um, um, a black sky. And if you're lucky, you can see stars. But now it's this big dancing all over the sky, this big green dancing, I don't know, thing, and it's there, you know, it's, it's totally there, it's, 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 it's so present, you can't, yeah, it's so beautiful as well, but anyways, I have my girlfriend on the phone, and the first thing she says is, um, hey, Pools, ik ben zwanger, which means, when I translated it, when I translated Pools means cat, which was uh, her nickname for me, and then Ik ben zwanger means I'm pregnant. <laughs> so, <sighs> I stood there with my cigarette, the normal light, my girlfriend. <laughs> so, I was quiet, I, was, I just stood there and I was like, What? Say that again. <laughs> yes, cat, I'm pregnant. Fuck! Oh, I was happy. I was so happy, you know. It was crazy. The feeling that, that you were going to be a father with a woman that you love. And, and, and oh, it was so crazy. It was, I was really... Um, oh, there were so many emotions. It was so uh, intense. Totally, you know, this northern life. Mostly did it. The pregnant thing, <laughs> whatever. But <laughs> no, no, I was really, really, really emotional at that moment as well. Mm. And uh, and I talked to her and I and I said and I asked her questions like, how do you feel and how do you know and and she said like, yeah, I, I went to the doctor. Uh, we did a test, you know, um, and, and it turns out that I'm pregnant, you know. So, so I was like, oh damn, so cool. Uh, 
Um, how is everything for the rest? Is everything okay in Belgium? Our, our parents, our your parents, our, my brothers and sisters, and everything like that. And she was like, yeah, fine. Eventually the phone call ended. And um, and I turned to Sander and I said, like, yeah, at least he's pregnant, man. Um, what do we have to do? Um, he said, like, yeah, what can we do, man? Um, so I called her back. I said, like, what do we have to do? Because <laughs> I was so confused. I was so confused. And uh, I, I said, like, yeah, what, 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 what's my part now? What, what, where is my role in it? And she said, like, yeah. What are you stupid? You have to come <laughs> home immediately, man. <laughs> I was like, huh, what? <laughs> okay, didn't saw that coming. So okay, okay. So the phone call ended again. I said, Sandra, you have to go home immediately. She she demands it, and it's like, okay, yeah, then and you go home immediately. Yeah. Okay, why not? Um, but my uh, logic was. If she's pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> you have some time. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were <laughs> we were on our way for three weeks, so I mean, I still had eight eight months and a week. <laughs> yeah, well, but the main thing, the main goal was to go to the Northern Cape. So we uh, we finished the trip in Norway and we went to the Northern Cape. Um, which is, by the way, really boring. I'm, I'm sorry to inform you, but it's really boring. Um, but so we came to this uh, hotel, and there were these four uh, Polish guys that I said before. So that's that hotel. Oh it all connects. Now. Yes, it all connects oh now. <laughs> Um, you are such a good storyteller, by Am the way, I? <laughs> I have to say. Oh, keep, thank you. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, well, anyways, so, um, there were these four, uh, four police guys, and uh, we told them what happened our, uh, to us that day, uh, you know, the day after, uh, because it was evening when, when we had the phone call. Um, and... We told them what happened, and they they just exploded in into joydom or something. <laughs> they started shouting really these crazy words. <laughs> we didn't understand, but we were all just throwing our hands in the air and dancing. And in this kitchen, I have to tell you, two by four, really, <laughs> with all this vodka and beer, and oh, we were so drunk again. <laughs> so yeah, well, so we started uh, celebrating. My father, my fathership, uh, to be, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that evening um, was a really late and drunk evening. Um, I remember me and Sander uh, had a, had an argument because I was boiling pasta and I put too much salt into the boil, <laughs> into the, you know, into the pot. But that was it. So uh, eventually, the day after, we uh, took the bus to the North Cape. But you have to pay 75 euros for the bus. There's no other way you can get there. Not by car, not by bike, not by... Uh, only by helicopter, I think, but they won't allow you. Um, but we took, as well, a lot of pictures. Mm -hmm. well, during the trip, of course, you take a lot of pictures. Mm -hmm. um, we were at the North Cape. Uh, North Cape... I'm trying... I will try to describe it best I can. Um, 
There's an endless ocean, which is really beautiful. Mm -hmm. An endless ocean. You can see as far the eye can reach. Uh, but you have seen this side so many times already in your life, probably. Mm -hmm. uh, at least I did. So it wasn't anything special. Um, but the thing that was special is what, that it was on a, on a really high cliff. Mm -hmm. um, of course, it was it was barricaded uh, with with this um, balustrade uh, fence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you couldn't fall down. Um, but what happened? Uh, we wanted to to make some more pictures, um, and if I recall correctly, we had to change the um, the flashcard, you mm. know, because the one the, um, the one was full. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <coughs> and it was in the in the in the pocket of the camera, so I changed them, uh, but I didn't uh, put the lid around my wrist. Yeah. And. Um, I was taking a picture. I was holding the bag, and the the, the the eventually the bag fell down. It fell down of the cliff. No, but <laughs> it didn't fall down of the cliff. It fell a bit further oh of no. the fence. So I was oh climbing no. over the fence oh no. to grab it, and then suddenly there was this big wind, <laughs> and it was pushing it a bit further. It was really like in the movies. I'm telling you. So I I climb I climb a little bit further, and. Before I know it, Sander was yelling really loud at me, STOP! WHAT THE FUCK ARE YOU DOING?! <laughs> so, I, I, I was with, <laughs> I was like, I was sitting there like a tiger really, like with my two knees and one hand, and my other hand over the edge oh, of the cliff, you know, gosh. to grab the bag. <coughs> but I couldn't reach it just far enough, I still had to reach like a half a meter. So I was going all the way down with my right hand, <laughs> and, and Sanders told me afterwards, you were really stupid. You didn't saw the side, you had the camera in your hand, otherwise I would have taken a picture of it, because you were really like this close to fall down. Oh really gosh. crazy. If, if you would see a person doing this, you would immediately shout, stop doing what you are doing. So <laughs> yeah, anyways, almost um, my uh, son didn't have a father <laughs> or daughter to be, so that was our trip uh, to Norway, basically, um, <laughs> basically, because what did we do? We had our train ticket, which we were going to use to go via Poland, mm -hmm. via Italy, France, Spain. You know, we had that train ticket, which we used to go home, back to uh, Belgium. So we took it, we went, um, and then from uh, Sweden to Denmark, there's a boat where the train rides on, and then the boat. Um, um, carries the train mm. to Denmark and then mm. it docks and then the train rides off ah. which is really spectacular yeah. it's crazy it's yeah. super cool to see um, anyway so we, we drove all the way home to uh, to Liège which was another funny thing it was the it's a train station from our place you know um, let's say a hundred kilometers mm. yeah. uh, we have a train station let's say, six kilometers from our house. No, mm. no, we took the train station a hundred kilometers from our house, so our mother had to come and pick us up at night, <laughs> at four at night. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, come on, guys, where, where, where's, your, where's your plan? Where's your... Okay, so six weeks later, we got home again, um, and I saw my girlfriend. Mm. So big magical moment, of course, you know, mm -hmm. she was pregnant, she, mm -hmm. everything was there, it was this huge energy, um, 
uh, I remember there was a party, my brother was there as well, everybody was happy that we were home again, that we were safe, mm. um, my girlfriend was there as well, uh, the day after I went um, to her parents, um, and they uh, and her mother, she grabbed me by the arm, mm. and said, Ori, can you come with me please, can we have a little talk, I said, yeah, of course, what, what's up, Anne, uh, her name is Anne, What's up? And she said, like, did you hear all the story uh, about Alice? Uh, mm. You know, about the fake pregnancy and stuff? Whoa, 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 wait, wait, what are you saying? Say it again? Yeah, she she, she never been fake. She uh, she never been pregnant. What? Uh, exactly. And I said, like, what do you mean? She took a test with the doctor and stuff. And, and her mother said, like, huh? no, she didn't took a test at all. Um, she was here telling at us that she was pregnant. Um, and then we took uh, this test, uh, this, uh, how do you call it, that you can buy at the grocery shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that kind of test, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just a basic pregnancy test. <coughs> and it said that she wasn't pregnant. She wanted to take another one. She wasn't pregnant. Now, eventually, um, I was really, I was really crashed, you know, I was really devastated by, by the idea that she lied to me so badly that she destroyed our trip, not just mine, but also Sanders, you know, mm -hmm. really destroyed lots and lots of things. Eventually, uh, the girl was diagnosed with uh, this mental disease called borderline, Yeah, yeah. 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 so uh, she really made it all up just for me to come home. Um, and Em uh, gave me money to reimburse me, you know, mm -hmm. to, to like say we're sorry that our family did this to you so I broke up with her immediately of course uh, and me and Sander so I turned to Sander I went to Sander <laughs> I was like Sander sit down I have to tell you a few things uh, and he's like yeah so I told him the entire story about Alice not being pregnant and we were both like yeah well but we still got lots and lots of cash left <laughs> we still got the train tickets <laughs> let's go to Spain <laughs> Check out kiva.org, K-I-V-A, that's kiva.org. Thank you to Dana Boulay for her wonderful music, and thank you for listening to these strangers I meet. <laughs>